Hi friends, I'm Katie Brinkley and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. With nearly two decades helping business owners, consultants, and coaches with their digital marketing, I know that social media can be an incredible tool to grow your business when you know how to do it the right way. And that's what we're going to do today. I teach you how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship and digital marketing, and hopefully you'll grow your business with a few great tips you wouldn't have known otherwise, and maybe even discover a great local business you love. Let's dive into today's episode. Today, I'm going to be sitting down with somebody who's really changing the game in the world of AI and social media. What we've seen in 2023 has been the year of AI. And what today's guest is doing is teaching us how to use AI as a tool so that we still keep the human in our business. She has been speaking on stages all over the world, and you probably have seen her live streaming or at least one of her amazing GIFs have popped up when you have tried to send a GIF out there. Today's guest is none other than Molly Mahoney. She is changing the game when it comes to AI and social media and bringing the human side into a world of AI. So Molly, thank you so much for joining me on Rocky Mountain Marketing today. Hey, I cannot wait for our conversation because I know there is all sorts of magic that we can talk about. And I know you always make me laugh so hard, as you know, so I'm just excited about wherever this goes today. <laughs> well, and Molly, you've been in the social media game for a long time. I, I mean, you've started with live streaming and you were going live all the time. And I think that that's what I love so much about the way that you've evolved in the world of social media is you've always found a way to show up even in this world of technology. So, but before we dive into how you can still bring the human into your social media in this world of AI, just talk to us a little, really quick about your evolution from the theater to live streaming to now being one of the, the most sought after speakers in the world of AI. Yeah, man, it's really about being open to change and recognizing that problems are actually possibilities is the way that it all comes into play. So I did start as a musical theater performer professionally. I did, you know, the national tour of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which was so fun. I got to meet Richard Sherman of the Sherman Brothers who wrote all those songs that we grew up with. I did a movie with Dick Van Dyke, just really, really amazing, a huge adventure of a life. And then when I was 30, I got married and we decided to have kids. I made a huge, big change. At that point, I actually started teaching what I was already doing professionally. I started teaching singing lessons and dance lessons. In 2013, I launched what is now known as The Prepared Performer. But back then, I was teaching other singers, performers to be able to not only increase their talent as an actual singer, but also to be able to build a career similar to what I had done in New York and all over the world. In 2016, when Facebook Live came out, I realized like, whoa, I have a big opportunity here. Rather than teaching performers how to have a business, I started teaching business owners how to perform. So in 2016, we switched everything. It was a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, and I think that your background is it's kind of like my background in radio, yeah. your background in theater really just elevated you to be able to help people with showing up on camera because 
I've, I've told you many times showing up on camera, I get all nervous and hot and sweaty. And I'm like, no, does everything look good? But it, just like with me with radio, having my experience in radio helped so much for having this podcast and really stepping into audio for that content creation tool. So with your theater background and helping people live stream for biz, for their business, do you think that a lot of people, I mean, it's 20, at the time of this recording it is 2023. <laughs> Are people still like me where they're like, oh, I have to go on camera and that sounds terrible. It's actually surprising to me, especially when I hear it from people like you, who to the rest of us, you know, you look like you got it all together because you do. <laughs> and it, it's surprising to me, even now, even though we've spoken about it so often, it can be surprising to me that that's the case when it comes to video for amazing humans like you. But the thing to keep in mind is I know you so understand when it comes to the audio side of things, the thing to keep in mind is it's a skill set, right? Like it was an quote unquote easy transition for me to start coaching on how to use video because I've been learning how to show up and quote unquote perform since I was like eight years old. There's obviously nuance to it so that you're not doing like a full over the top show, but you're showing up as a human. But even getting my BFA in theater, the first thing that we learned, the very first thing that we learned, there was this huge chart on the wall created by Konstantin Stanislavski. And the very bottom of this chart had one giant thing across the bottom and it said, work on one's self. And like, that's really what it takes to be able to bring our confident self to the camera is like, as we're up leveling in our business, there's always going to be new things, new gremlins that creep up. And it is weird to do videos. Like it's weird. <laughs> so if you're feeling uncomfortable about it, it's okay. <laughs> but I, I will also say one other thing about that is I do think across the board, more people have realized videos are just at one point I heard Rich Sheffron say they're like the ante just to get on the table. If you're going to gamble, like you got to actually have something to get into the game and videos are really the thing that is kind of necessary to get into the game at this point. So we shifted our focus away from the actual video itself and to everything that you do around the video, because we recognize even if your video is kind of a hot mess, <laughs> you can still make a lot of sales by doing other things around your videos, which we can talk about. But yeah, yeah no, and, and one of your videos, I know it reached over a million people organically. I need to stress that it, it wasn't like a TikTok video. It wasn't a short form three second video. It yeah. was a, a real, like a a real video. Messenger bots. It, like, <laughs> and I haven't talked about that actual video in a long time. So it wasn't even like we have our amazing client who, you know, Dr. E, who I'm obsessed with, that she's the new method on TikTok. I just saw yesterday she crossed 600,000 followers, which is bananas. She has several short form videos that have reached over a million. This video that, which is, amazing and awesome. This video that we're talking about was actually a live stream about messenger bots. So it was such a random video to have such a huge increase in reach. But the thing that we did with that video is we used the power of what I call trend and news hijacking. So it's paying attention to what's the new thing on the marketplace. What's the new thing that people are talking about and really putting it out there. And so we, you know, we focused on live video because Facebook live had just come out and nobody knew how to do it. We focused on messenger bots because I loved the combination of live video with automation. It was like fun and playful and nobody knew what it was. So I did a post that was like explaining how you could connect a messenger bot with a live video 
And that post got so much organic reach that it sent all this traffic back to our live video. And then I looked at the stats and I could not believe it that this live video had reached, had hit a reach of 1 million people. Super cuckoo. It, well, and that's, I think that that, what you said there, one, it shows that how, how important it is to pay attention to trends in your mm-hmm. industry. Yeah. Know exactly what your ideal client and customer is asking. What are they researching? Because you gave them a solution to a problem they didn't even know that they had. Exactly. And that like that goes with the awareness pyramid. I don't know if you remember me talking about the awareness pyramid. So in our coaching programs, we have two masterminds, Sales Stars and Glam. And inside the um, Glam program, we have this little drawing of this pyramid. And it talks about the fact that there's people who are completely unaware. There's people who are problem aware. And then there's people who are solution aware. And then there's people who are product aware and like expert aware that they know you as a human, right? Well, on that unaware side of things, that's where like silly little trending videos, like we have another video that hit a reach of 39 million, which we can talk about later because that had nothing to do with my business, but it was just really weird. But that's like completely unaware, right? From the 39 million people who saw that weird video that I did, 5,000 new people came to our Facebook page, which was a huge increase. Mm -hmm. But that's from 39 million Then the people who were problem aware and recognized maybe we could help them, it like sifts them out. But this really, the cool thing about this is that you can take trending stories and tie them to a problem that your ideal client is experiencing and help use that to educate them. You started with messenger bots. That was Mm -hmm. kind of your differentiator. The thing that you're like, people have this question. Yeah, well, and even before that- it was Facebook Live, right? So Facebook yeah. Live, no one was talking, like Kim Garst was like this huge expert in Periscope, right? And that she made this like wild, like ginormous, and she's a dear friend and is just so awesome. That she really like dialed in the Periscope thing. I felt like even though I was doing video, I tried doing some stuff on Periscope. This is obviously a long time ago, but I couldn't <laughs> really get any traction there. Then when Facebook Live came out, because people didn't really know what it was and new people who were on Facebook who had never done Periscope before, I was able to position myself as like an expert just because I jumped in and figured it out and I was yeah. willing to be kind of a hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> that was like me in Clubhouse. You know, Exactly. I, exactly. I, it, Clubhouse was- a, Yeah, because how many followers do you have on Clubhouse? Well, they updated it now and I can't really tell, but I had over 110,000, but now it's only like if I can broadcast those people, it's, it's kind of it's kind of like uh, the Instagram chat the communities where you can broadcast out to the people, but oh, I, don't, I don't, it's weird. It's Okay, yeah. but 100,000 people. And, and I was like really stoked about my 14,000 followers on Clubhouse. <laughs> but that's, and with Clubhouse, I was like staying up all night to use that dang app. And then I like gave up. But that's a perfect example. Same thing happened with TikTok for a lot of people. Yeah. So we have this, I think this is where you were going, is that we have this new opportunity with AI to use it as your differentiator in your yes. space. And it, this is exactly where I was going, Molly. Well done. Way to read the, the writing on the wall. But this is where AI, a year ago, and I, we both have a similar friend with Deidre of Capshow, and we're speaking at their, her event in January at Capshow VNs Live. And Deidre came up to me in July of 2022, and she said, I have this great new tool for podcasters. It's an AI tool. And I was like, ugh. No, thank you. I'm really not interested in any sort of computer nonsense. 
well, look who's silly now and 100% drinking. I, it's not even Kool-Aid. Like, I feel like this is a, a substantial drink that we should all be consuming like water. <laughs> but, but AI is here to stay. And it's a great tool when you know how to use it the right way. And in fact, Molly, on LinkedIn recently, I posted, has AI ruined emojis for us? Because I oh used to love them. <laughs> I love emojis. <laughs> and ChatGPT, I can instantly tell when someone has copy and pasted a prompt a or a percent because it has an emoji on the end of every single line. And it's so annoying. That's so true. <laughs> but this is where what you're doing with AI and social media is a game changer. So you're AI-ifying or humanite. I, I don't know how to even say it right, but it looks great on paper. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So AI-ifying. And then I actually tried to use, like Deidre has been talking about like human I don't know how she words it, but I tried to use the way I thought she was wording it in this training I did recently. And I was like, human I, I don't know. But I did create something inside our, we have a, a program that we give just to our mastermind members called Star Funnels. We're having a release party for the brand new version on Saturday. And it has a Molly. So instead of Molly, it has Molly. You can chat with M-O-L-L-A-I. And it's all seasoned with my voice to be able to ask questions to the AI gods seasoned with Molly's voice. So yeah, what we're doing is, you know, First of all, we started just like Deidre. We actually launched our AI club back in 2021. So we've been teaching AI strategies since 2021, which it seems like it was just yesterday, but it's actually so much like such advanced experience with this because of how long we've been doing it. That being said, now cut to today, it is just changing at this like crazy rapid pace. And I think most people are focusing on adding AI into your content. Like, again, I'm going to shout out Rich Sheffrin. He had this ad that I loved and I wish I had thought of it. That was like, stop prompt chasing because we're all just looking for the new prompt or the new tool or all these things. And we end up, it's like death by a thousand AI tools where your bank account is like, what the heck is happening? Cause you've signed up for all these tools. So <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Yes. It, it, yeah. No, I've, I'm just, you said that and I was like, okay, I have four tools that I'm currently pay, paying for with AI. Which four is like good. Some people yes. have like 25 if you're trying to figure them all out, you know? <laughs> so like use Capshow, use yes. ChatGPT and use Descript. And then if yeah, you want to yeah. go further than that, you can add in like, I don't know what else you're using, but like I, I video or Opus or something. Or Claude, yeah. yeah. Well, and I, well, God, and I use video and I use Opus, gosh, and Descript. So I'm using even more than what you said, but yeah. I know. And I'm using ChatGPT and Claude, just to be clear. I just don't want to confuse people. So I only call all of them ChatGPT. <laughs> anyway, so all of that in mind, like whatever, we take all that in mind. That's mainly on the marketing side of things. And what I recognized just like a month ago, I was like, you know what? Everybody is quote unquote AIifying their marketing, but how can we actually bring AI into every aspect of our business? So I'm talking like, yes, on the awareness phase, but then also in the consideration phase, how can we be using AI to move people forward? How can we be using AI as a data marketing research tool? How can we be using AI to streamline our SOPs and our processes and how we train our team? How can we be using AI as our offer? So we've AIified our lead funnels. We've AIified our offers. We've AIified our marketing. We're AIifying our sales. Like inside a messenger bot, did you know that you can actually integrate AI to be able to do that as well? 
Now, the problem is then people do this and everyone is just bots talking to bots. So you've got to be really careful about how you do this. Otherwise, you're creating a hot mess and the whole planet is going to implode because no humans will know how to talk to each other. Well, and Molly, some of the things that I've learned from you as far as like identifying your ideal client avatar, you know, and so, I mean, I have three different avatars, one for each social media platform that I'm talking to because I look at my insights and my data of who I currently have with all my different platforms. So I know exactly who I'm talking to on LinkedIn and it's very different than the person I'm talking to over on Instagram. You know, I have all these, I've used it for business planning, for marketing, for building out different, hey, this is an idea I have. What are some possible lead magnets that I could develop? for to expand upon my four post strategy. And that's how I came up with the the planner. It's like a 70 page planner, but I got, I would, I got the idea from ChatGPT, and I said, I want to have another lead magnet. And this is one of their ideas. So I think that a lot of people are only using it for a small piece of their marketing efforts. What do you have to say on like different ways that people aren't even considering how to use these AI tools? Yeah. So one of the things is that if you just go into ChatGPT and you say like, hey, what's a lead magnet idea? It's going to give you probably a bunch of junk. So it's either going to give you a bunch of junk or it's going to turn you into an AI zombie. You're going to be extremely boring. There's a GIF that I love. I said GIF. I know you said GIF. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that. <laughs> okay. So Android iPhone. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. So there's a GIF that I love that is a zombie and it's saying, you're boring me to death. I'm already dead. You're boring me back to death. And so I think that either you're going to get, you know, junk or you're going to get something that's a hot mess. So with that in mind, what you're putting into the AI first is super important. And so I love what you said about like the planning side of things, because we have all these templates. I know you're in the content club also. So we have all these templates that we're using in our masterminds as well that are like really clearly identifying your brand voice first before you do anything else. And, and that takes not only what you're offering in your business, but who you are as a human being. So we have like you know, the quesadilla of ox awesome exercise that we do where you figure out what it is that makes you tick. We have an exercise that we do with AI that identifies your dream life. Like my kids did it. And every time Charlie reads it out loud, he's like so excited about his life on another planet. <laughs> <laughs> so we figure out who you are as a human. Then we have a whole process for going through and really clearly identifying what are the buying beliefs that your ideal client would need to have in order to purchase from you. And then making sure that our lead magnets are content, our offers, all of that is based on those buying beliefs. And we have this thing that we call the win gap. And so the win gap is where we're going to instill a buying belief. We're going to give someone a win either with a free piece of content, a free download, or a, a small level like investment, small product. It's going to give them a win but then it's going to present a major gap. So they make sure that they're moving forward to the next step. And that could be either purchasing something else from you, or it could be just completing the next module in your course. Yeah. Most people don't think about that. So then they're just asking ChatGPT for like, give me an idea, but like your planner is perfect because there's all sorts of ways that people can go through this planner. Let's say someone downloads your planner and then what would you love 
just so we can like give some people who are listening to this right now some like FOMO, <laughs> what would you love their next step to be after downloading the planner? To book a social audit with me. Exactly. So they're going to look at this planner and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, either they're going to think, oh my gosh, this is so much. I need Katie's help to see how I could even do this. Or they're going to think, okay, now I've done it, but I don't know if it's actually working. So how do I, like, how do I check to see what's actually working? How do I look at the data so that I can turn it into an offer? Yeah. Right. And so we, when we create content that is specifically geared toward moving people to the next step, in addition to giving them a win, it's so much more strategic and so much more powerful, but chat GPT won't do that. Claude won't do that unless we give it the instructions to do that. I saw a recent video from you, Molly, and you did the digital clone, the, you know, the deep fake of yourself and you <laughs> yeah, did I your voice. I it on today. I <laughs> okay. I have been using this thing everywhere, but keep going. I'll tell you where I've been using it, but keep going. <laughs> it's a digital clone of Molly talking, looking at the camera. I knew it wasn't you because I was like, there is not nearly enough, you know, emotion and laughing in this video because uh, you're so, you light up a, you light it was up a like very poised, which is yes. not normal. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where we're already cloning ourselves, our voices. We're having computers write for us, you know, Instagram, Facebook, they've already, and LinkedIn have all launched AI directly into these social media platforms. Yeah. In 2024, so, in 2025, going forward, how do we, because I mean, I think that community building, like the connections that can happen on social media are everything. But if we're, like you just said, if we're just having bots talk to bot, dot, bots, talk to bots, <laughs> what's the point of us even going on social media anymore? I mean, it's true. So I actually created an automation that would, I used make to do this, like Integromat, it would reply to all the comments on my LinkedIn with an AI response. It replied to three comments and I was like, Woo! and I turned it off instantly, but I just wanted to see what was possible. I have a really good friend who is a really big LinkedIn expert. And I swear to you, every single comment that he was leaving on my post was AI generated. And it happened for like four days straight. So finally I messaged him and I said, okay, what AI tool are you using? And he responded in a way that was like, oh, we've, you know, we're a mix between human and AI. We are working on our own proprietary thing behind the scenes. I think if your comments are too, it's honestly the same as if you have a team member going and commenting on a lot of things. I'm going to call someone out, but my friend Ron Reich, who's one of my really good friends, was commenting on everything on my Instagram. And I knew there was no way it was him. It was definitely his assistant doing it. And it's kind of the same thing. So we could say like, if you're going to hire a VA to comment on your other people's accounts or to reply to comments, is that the same thing as having AI? Now I know when Kendra or Casey reply that they are really replying like from us. So it's a, yes. it's a different thing. I think we have to be careful because people are going, are already becoming more savvy. They can spot it. There yes. are telltale signs and I know it's going to get better and better but still, like they can spot it. It also is going to make, which you and I love, it's going to make in-person events so much more powerful. So yeah, like when you're on stage, people know that it's actually you. When you walk off stage and they see the back of your head, right? I may yeah. have not spoken that into the microphone, but the back of your head, like they know that it's you and that's going to become even more valuable. I think it's going to come back to live video. 
ding, 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 ding. But so here's do you the like how, Do you like how I was able to move this entire love, conversation forward? Thank you. I love, I love you. Yes. <laughs> you should launch a course on how to do interviews on <laughs> podcasts, by the way. Uh, so if you guys want Katie to launch a course on how to do podcast interviews, send her a DM and let her know that you want it. Okay. The live aspect, but what's really weird about this is, as you saw, I did a live video last week where I started the whole thing with my avatar that people could actually do avatars in their live videos. But here's the thing is that if you're not responding to comments, if you're not like, I think both live video with actual audience, like people engaging in the comments and stuff like this, where we can tell that there's moments where we, it's a little not intentionally when we're doing this yeah, right now, exactly. I'm talking over you. <laughs> exactly. There's moments where it's like, you can tell it's an organic conversation. There's not a weird, awkward pause between each statement, you know, that, that kind of thing, the real like oomph of humanity yeah. is going to be more and more important. Yeah, I 100% agree. And, you know, I've, I've got to give you major props for this as I've started doing weekly lives for my quick casts. So my quick casts, I do live in my social profit lab group. And I, I think that you, as you said, you're, you're, Katie, you're creating content, you're doing it with video anyways, you don't do any editing. Why aren't you just doing it live? And I've gotten so not, not necessarily for more podcast downloads, but I have people that say like, I tune in to watch your lives where they might not have listened to it first on the show because maybe they were busy or they didn't want to drive and they're maybe they're not a podcast person, whatever. Yeah. But this is where I have people, you know, I make weird faces. I, you know, okay, I, I, just I, I talk say, with my hands, I, all know, of that. So, so I was just going to say, if you are listening to this or watching this and you have not seen the video that Cap Show put out of Katie doing her makeup because Deidre surprised her and told her that she was going to do a live video. It is the funniest thing ever. And Katie, here is something that's like really big for you and for anybody else who thinks, you know what, I may be a little worried about coming on camera, especially coming on live. If you go back and watch my old videos, you'll see the progression because when I first started going live, holy smokes, I don't know why anyone allowed me to do this, but my hair I'm going to take my glasses off. Is this video, this video goes out yeah. also? Yeah, yeah, okay. we use it. Just, People perfect. are going to see this, Molly. Amazing, perfect. <laughs> so my bangs were like, literally, if you're, you should watch the video. They were like here, like this short. I was trying to do some sort of Betty Page thing, which did, did not work. And my dad, who is my best friend, told me I look like an Oompa Loompa, <laughs> which he was actually right. Because my hair was like this short, completely curled out. And I, my face was like this <laughs> on every single video. So it was like, barrage of an energetic bomb to your face at the beginning of every single video. I had a woman join my camera confidence program, which is, you know, actually how we connected in the first place. It is. Which is ironic. But so way back, I had this program called camera confidence and this woman joined it. She sent me a message and she said, can I tell you why I almost didn't join? And I was like, um, okay. And she said, because of the grimaces that you make during your videos, it's very difficult for me to actually focus on what you're talking about. So that, you know, you may want to tone down the faces that you make in your videos. And I wrote her back and I said, thank you for the feedback. People have told me they love, because I used to start all my videos with a dance party. So she's like, people have, I said, people have told me that they love the like dance that I do at the beginning. And she said, oh, it's not the dancing. It's your face. <laughs> and I was like... 
So I wrote back again and I said, thank you. I said, that's my face. Like, that's not going to change. <laughs> and this is partly why when I introduce myself, I make sure I include a picture of me on the national tour of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Like, this is who you're going to get. This is not like a persona on camera. This is my actual human. Um, but I said, like, thank you for letting me know. This is why we do the quesadilla of awesome exercise because you bringing yourself to the camera is going to turn some people away. It's also going to really bring people in. And she wrote back and she said, and she was very, um, like very reserved woman. And she wrote back and she said, I'd like to thank you so much for this, you know, the way that you've responded to this feedback, because it helps me to feel more confident showing up as myself. I'm going to continue watching your videos. I'm just going to put a book over your face. Oh my goodness. She really <laughs> didn't like your face. Holy cow. Like... And, but she still signed up to work with, to work with you and learn from you. Exactly. So, you know, so this is my point is that people are either going to love your goofiness or they're going to recognize if they don't love the goofiness, the content is going to be so good that they're going to pay you anyway. <laughs> so you might as well just be who you actually are. Uh, exactly. That's the stuff that you can't AIFI. You can't AIFI your dance totally. party or the silly faces, my hands going a mile a minute. You can't bring AI for, in for that. Exactly. And those are the moments that I like, that I crave. Those are the moments that I'm so grateful when things, and I, sometimes I have to be careful about how often I say this because I think I can be powerful at what I manifest, but I love when things go a little bit wrong because it gives me something to respond to. It gives me something to make sure that it's organic and people can see like, you know, earlier before we started this video, Katie's camera was like <laughs> falling down. And so she was like falling off camera. It brings us back to our... <laughs> I don't have that one turned on right. I have that camera, but I'm not using it right now. But, you know, it it brings us back to, it wakes us up. It's a pattern interrupt. It's like, a, it's something that otherwise people are just going to fall asleep and they're not actually going to move into action. Yeah. With AI, you've learned so many different ways to use it as a tool, but still allow yourself as a human to show up on social media. And I think that that's one of the, the things that we all need to learn how to harness going forward because AI isn't going anywhere, despite the regulations that are going to be coming out or anything. I mean, like, so Facebook's implemented it. The, these social media platforms have already implemented it into their platforms. I mean, there's ChatGPT that's free. There's all, every day there's new AI tools that are just changing the game. How can you use it as a tool and still allow yourself as the human to show up. And, and that's actually one of the things that you talk about in your content club and teach, yeah. right? And you're being so amazing. And, you're giving and, us two weeks for, for free in it for listeners yes. of Accident Marketing. We're going to give you two weeks for free in our content club. Thanks to Katie being awesome. <laughs> and one of the big things that I think you get out of the content club is the AI is there, the human stuff is there, but it's the system yeah. behind the scenes so that you really can balance those two things and not feel like you're on this teeter totter. It's like, use AI, like put your human self into this part, use AI for this part, bring your human self back for this part, right? Yeah. So we kind of have the, the human sandwich, I guess, which sounds kind of weird, but it's the system behind it that allows it to work so well. And so we have a system where you can create an entire month of content in under an hour if you actually dig in and do it. I'll say also last week I did a bonus training and I created 40 weeks of content in an hour. 
That's a lot of content. <laughs> now it was one post a week, so it was only 40 posts, but That's it was, if you spread that out every week, like that means you could take four hours. I mean, Katie, how often should we be posting on social? I believe you only need to be posting three to four times a week and you can have a very successful strategy. Look at that. So <laughs> if you spent three hours using this system, you could have an entire year of content created. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then remember, you're still going to show up as a human in between. Well, that's the thing is that this content club teaches you how to create the content, the system that works so that you have the time to show up as a human on social media. Yes. That's the truth. Well, Molly, this has been such an amazing conversation. I love every opportunity I have to sit down and talk with you. You're speaking on stages all over the world. People should absolutely be connected with you on Facebook, on LinkedIn for sure, because that's where we can see the majority of your upcoming speaking engagements. Join the content club because again, two weeks for free, no brainer there. But what's the best way for people to stay up to date with all things prepared performer and Molly Mahoney? Yeah. So do you want me to give the link for the content club? Would that be helpful? Yeah. yeah. And, and I'll include it in the show notes as well, but okay. tell the if link. If you're listening and... though, you can yeah. go to molly.live slash R M M. Is that right? Yes. Yes. We're rocking on marketing. I know. That's what I just, my dyslexia is like, did I do that backwards? <laughs> molly.live slash R M M is where you can get two weeks for free of the content club, which is awesome. And also, if you head over to our Instagram, which is the prepared performer, just message me with the word human over on Instagram. We have some other fun things that we'll send you there. Like we'll send you, you'll get all kinds of goodness, but like our top 100 posts on social media so that you can see more about that. And my Instagram again is the prepared performer, the prepared performer. <laughs> I know we can give out like opt-in links and all that kind of stuff. I've got like a newsletter, blah, blah, blah. But really I love to connect with people as human beings. So LinkedIn and my personal Facebook profile is where I'm spending most of my time. So I'd love to connect there too. Amazing. Well, we'll include all the links in the show notes here. Be sure to go to molly.live slash RMM for two weeks for free in the content club. You can start creating more content, learn the strategy to do it so that you have more time to show up as a human in this world of AI. Molly, thank you so much for joining me on Rocky Mountain Marketing today. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you. Please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights.